Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available where podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. We're going to talk about Monday Night Raw here in just a moment. Want to give y'all a quick reminder the numbers don't lie this Thursday uh, at, uh, at uh, the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, part of our bonus uh, lineup of programming. You can also get it by being a Twitch sub. Uh, and this week, for the numbers don't lie, for the first time ever, we're doing factions, and this week's faction is dun, 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 degenerate dun. into something foo. It's a DX. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's good. Uh, so make sure to vote on it. All the people here forgot to mention that here live watching on Twitch. We've been on this pre-show here for like forty-five minutes. Now that we're finally into the show, please go vote for yes, please. DX. We want to get these numbers above Andre the Giant last week, which I think is like a hundred and. 129 for some reason that number sticks in my head out we also got a second channel friendo club tv please go subscribe there uh shorter form content from us we got new stuff like our 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 big red handoff skit that we did went up uh skit documentary you mean sure it was a documentary anonymous yeah the the gentleman's agreement the gentleman's handoff well we didn't agree to anything um we got some clips from the podcast, from the, yeah. the pre-show, post-show of our streams. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably have some new original programming going up there in the mm-hmm. near future. Shorter form stuff. 
Um, podcast stuff will go on going in raw. Shorter form stuff's going on Friendo Club TV. Give us a sub if you can, please. It's good stuff. It's the new thing. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, we're going to talk about Raw here in just a moment. But first, you know, uh, yesterday's show, Larson, we talked about reports that Shane McMahon, Shane O'Mac himself, here comes the money, is going to be sticking around through WrestleMania following his return at the Royal Rumble. On a recent Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer mentioned that he had heard that WWE had a uh, interesting vision for his WrestleMania match. What was that vision? So these transcripts come to us from Russell Talk. This is what Dave had to say. Quote, Shane McMahon was going to be in the chamber and set up a feud with Seth Rollins for WrestleMania. I don't know if that was going to be for the WWE Championship. Or sorry, it was going to be the WWE Championship match. But it's, but it's obviously, whether it is or it isn't, that was changed. So I don't know how that relates to Shane McMahon at WrestleMania, but this was supposed to be the step to it. So uh, let's jump back to yesterday as well real we'll, we'll, Real, real quickly, so PW Insider reported that Riddle was at one point set to win the Rumble, a report that has since been subsequently uh, been disputed by Fifel Select. So we say quite often on this show that people have their sources, and when these sources divulge information, they typically or can have an agenda. Yeah. And, yeah. and you know, we've seen, including from Dave, from various places, people saying, that Shane had a lot of heat regarding his participation in the Rumble backstage mm-hmm. as far as producing some of it and making changes, something like that. So, as obviously people have agendas when leaking this type of information. You know, and, and like for the Riddle stuff, I don't know, I can't, you can't say for certainty what the agendas are. Maybe someone's trying to make themselves look good. Maybe someone's trying to make someone else look bad. So, that one thing that I've I've mentioned recently when we talk about varying reports is here's the thing going in raw we're a couple of fans who like to talk about stuff and back in the yeah. day one of the things we loved to do we just loved to read all those dirt sheets what was the number one site we used to read oh, back scoops then? scoops.net and it was almost certainly 130% pure bullshit fabrication Val Venus is joining DX what really we didn't care we thought it was great. But that being said, when we're talking about people these days and so, real lives I mean, and stuff, yeah. Re- one reason we thought it was great is because we you know, we'd go and we'd read it and we'd come back like, Did you read this? <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. <laughs> but what if it happened? You know, it, it was you on know. the internet. <laughs> so we well, didn't yeah. I think even back then we were savvy enough to know this because we read something on the internet it wasn't necessarily true, you know? Yeah, even back then we would joke about, Oh, is Valvinus finally gonna join? But at the DX? same time we'd entertain the thought because oh man, that could be fun. Well, okay, also, yeah, and then you'd hear things like DDP join the Wolfpack at house shows, shows, which actually did happen, and so it's like, ooh, anything can happen. And so one thing that we, you know, feel kind of the need to do here going in Raw is certain outlets will report certain things, and then we speak about the, you know, is, is there a bullshit alert going on here? Yesterday when uh, when PW Insider reported the riddle thing, my bullshit detector went off, like loudly. Didn't make a lick of sense. And sure enough, and Sean's always been, and I'm going to say this, I'm about to read a bunch of this Fightful Select report. And here's the thing about Fightful Select. They are the gold standard. Absolutely. Sean Ross Sapp is the gold standard. If yep. he reports it, you can believe it. And if it doesn't come to pass, guess what? Plans probably actually did change. He knows what he's talking about more than anybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it 100%. always cracks me up 
It always cracks me up when I see people saying, oh, Fightful doesn't, they just report on stuff that's already, no, this dude has got the scoops, right? Uh, And he really kind of puts everybody else to shame because he's so good at what he does. And this is what Fightful Select said. As far as PW Insiders report that Riddle was set to win the Royal Rumble until a last minute change, top talent and longtime names in the company claim that isn't true with multiple noting that they've been hearing that Brock Lesnar has been penciled in to be the winner at least two weeks prior. People close to Riddle say he was never told that he'd be winning the match, and another person wouldn't reveal who a previously discussed winner was, but said only one was heard about before Lesnar, and it wasn't Riddle. We always su- suggest you subscribe to Fightful Select. Yes, because every time sure we enough, mention them as a source, we say go subscribe, 1,000%. The last, the last bit in here is we'll have a lot more on the Royal Rumble this afternoon, and sure enough, and I won't read any of this stuff, but there is a whole freaking long-ass news report on other Royal Rumble backstage mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why Fightful Select has like, I don't know, 5,000 subscribers. Almost 5,000 subscribers because they're the best. Because they're the best. They're they the best. really are. Um, and so when I see reports that just don't make a lick of sense. I will say the, this. And the Riddle one didn't. I will say this. If if, if, if the, the Riddle report came out in September, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense yeah. because that's when we were talking about it, about yeah, having right. yeah. Riddle win the Rumble and have Orton be champion, and they face off at WrestleMania. That's when we were talking about it, you know? Yeah, because it, because it was like, oh, when are they going to break these guys up? You mm-hmm. know, when are they going to do this? Um, and but the, the, they are so popular right now. They yeah. are so popular right now. Um, so uh, yeah, as far as the Shane Seth stuff. Dave is Dave is better than a lot of people give him credit for. I feel, um, I think that he's probably more reliable than. I mean, he's, I guess is based maybe he's based gotten, on his track. He's gotten record. bad info too. He had yeah. There was that Seth the, the, the Seth raw raw Seth backstage stuff. meeting thing, which never happened. He's gotten bad yeah. info too. Yeah, I'm still it it'll, it'll be kind of a litmus test. If and I know again, I understand that plans change, but it also the moment that Lesnar originally suggested they do title for title. I was thinking, oh, they wouldn't mention that if they weren't going to do it, I feel, because Vince has that long-standing policy of don't promise something unless you're going to deliver it. Well, then Brock mentioned again last night on Raw. He did, which tells me, isn't he going to walk out of Elimination Chamber well, with that title? Let's move on to that, because I can't think of a better segue to move on to to to, to talk and start talking about Raw, at least. So, sure. yes, we had the opening segment where uh, uh, Pierce is in the ring, Lashley and MVP come out. Uh Pierce essentially tells Lashley, hey, you're going to have to defend that title in the Elimination Chamber um, against five other people. Lashley, understandably, not happy about it. Brock comes up. And he's pretty much like, hey, I'm not mad at you. I'm facing Roman at Mania, but I'm here to fight now. Let's have I want my rematch right now. Uh, MVP convinces Lashley to decline. Pierce puts Brock in the Chamber match. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and when Brock is trying to make the case to Lashley to give him his title rematch last night. He says he wants to do it so he can make his match against Roman at Mania title for title. That's twice they've mentioned this. Now, yeah, is it a yeah. situation where they had Lashley winning to advance the story with Brock? There's more heat on Roman for Cost and Lesnar, that belt. I can't see, even though against five other people, the way Brock is booked now, him taking a pin in the chamber after already getting pinned at the Rumble. Him eating two pins in the in advance of the Mania match. Now, 
Maybe they do something where someone gets eliminated. They open the cage door. Roman runs out, and the Usos, they beat the heck out of Brock, toss him out of the cage, and they just do this thing where since he's out of the cage, he's eliminated or something like that. You know? Man, I don't That's know. That's the I only got, way yeah. around it. I get the feeling on top of that, they're in Saudi Arabia. We just talked about this during the pre-show. Um, they, they book these Saudi matches for big moments, and Brock winning the title back in front of the Saudi Arabia crowd, that's a huge moment. And then, uh, and then he'll walk into WrestleMania with it. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Um, getting back really quickly to the to the Seth versus Shane thing. If there's any truth to that, that that's going to be still happening, that's a travesty. It is. That's a travesty. If if they think. Because there was, and this was, okay, there's a a, a certain site that we don't even like to mention because of their business practices. Uh, Another site had mentioned, and I don't necessarily believe this, but there was something pitched for Shane versus Lashley. If that's true, guess what? That's a travesty too. It's a load of BS as well. Yes. It's a waste. There is absolutely one match that makes sense one for match. Shane at WrestleMania, and that's Shane versus Austin Theory. That, that makes the only match all that makes sense. the sense in the world. If anybody's paying attention over there, which they're not because nobody watches this show, except for awesome friendos. Uh, Shane McMahon and Austin Theory at WrestleMania is the match because Austin Theory right now is the protege of Vince McMahon and Shane McMahon is his son. And you can do a whole thing there where Austin Theory's a bad guy now. But by the way, they have totally got some Austin Theory is doing such great work right now. And this dude, ever since his work with the way and they brought him back. Remember when he was back with like uh what Seth's faction back in the day 
and when he first came up to main roster and it was like he just had zero personality they yeah. weren't letting him yeah. showcase anything yeah. he goes to nxt they gargano helps him crack it with the way mm -hmm. and he sort of brought that same sort of energy to main roster and it's like okay boom you got it this is the guy he's the guy and if you have a high profile situation where vince mcmahon and shane mcmahon and and austin theory whatever the story is and you get Shane to be the bad guy, and it turns Theory face, you can run with that. Yep. You can run with that. And I don't see why they that wouldn't be the most obvious thing in the world to do. I know. It is the most obvious thing in it the world to do. It writes itself. And the odds are they're not going to do it. Yeah, I it's hope, too good. I hope idea. I'm wrong. I hope to be eating these it's words. It's too good of an idea. It's too, it's too oh, good. Oh, I'll it's gobble too, those words up. It's too simple and basic, but of an idea but it's the right one it's the right idea oh, it's the perfect it's idea. right and you there can bring in the, the 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 fact that vince doesn't say happy birthday to shane all that you there's so much shit you can do there maybe we'll find out what's in the lockbox finally yeah you know this yeah. lockbox they referred to when shane came back to take on the undertaker right. we never found <laughs> yeah, out what that was about that's right yeah yeah we never found right. out what that was about yeah you could do like that. when i read that when i read this this morning uh, you know how you felt about the riddle thing yesterday is how I felt today about the Shane McMahon Seth thing. I'm like, there's oh, no yeah, chance. Okay. There's okay. no chance this happens. No chance okay. this happens. No chance it was ever <laughs> a real thing. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably no right. Why, well, what what makes you what makes you what makes you say that? I don't think WWE is. They're pretty darn oblivious about things. I don't think they're so oblivious they'll actually have Seth versus Shane at WrestleMania. Okay, yeah. Seth yeah. should be two, doing one of two things at WrestleMania, either competing for the WWE Championship or he and Kevin Owens should be going for those tag titles. That's right. it. Yeah. Those, that, yeah. I mean, I'm just watching Seth's work. Those are the two things that make the most sense. Those are the big, two big things, thing, yeah. one of those two things he should be doing. Anything yeah. else doesn't make any sense. Him yeah. wrestling Shane, period. I don't care if it's on an episode of Raw. Doesn't Shane make a lick of sense. Yeah, Shane still can't. He doesn't know how to wrestle. <laughs> like you have somebody to that. To, you have somebody of Seth's magnitude, but I don't know, dude. Like you just said, this is why. This is why. Look, I don't know whether to put stock in it or not because it's not something that's as obvious as the Brock winning the Rumble thing. Because so I just, I just don't know. And with Meltzer, you just don't know. He's he's Dave Meltzer. Like I still sort of give him benefit of the doubt. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't. I don't. Well, know. here's the thing. Again, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying Dave's making anything up. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's not Just what I'm people saying. have their agenda. I'm saying he's yeah. getting some bogus information. Again, yeah. people have their sources. Sometimes sources divulge information because they have agendas they want to advance. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. There was there was one period of time when people had stuff that was just obviously like from Paul Heyman. You know, it was this like ridiculously like pro Paul Heyman stuff, and it was like or like the Fast Nationals thing. You know, like that whole thing. Or 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 even worse, they're difficult to work with. Which, by the way. Thursday conference call or a quarterly yeah. or earnings, earnings call. call. I know. So you know, I know we got a heavy day of streaming, but we got to prepare for whatever that might bring. Yeah, no, I know. Trust um, me, I know. I know. Um, so getting back to Raw, I suppose. Yeah, once once Brock mentioned once Brock mentioned again the uh, the title for title thing. They they're not going to tease it twice. No, they're not, and, and it's not funny because. The, the amount of mental gym, gymnastics creative has taken to get there. So it's like, okay, so we need Brock by necessity to take on Roman Reigns. We want it to be title versus title, but he's not going to enter. He's not going to have 
any motivation to enter the Royal Rumble unless he loses the title. But we still want it to be title for title, so he's got to lose his title in the first place, which motivates him to get into the Royal Rumble, and so he'll face Roman. We want it to be title versus title, so we're also going to put him in the Elimination Chamber where he's going to win the title back and then take on Roman Reigns. There's got to be a simpler way to have done this without a short transitional champion like Bobby Lashley, right? I know, I know. I It, it almost kind of seems like that maybe Brock shouldn't have won at day one. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah. Imagine if they'd follow through what the original plans were. I mean, Brock wouldn't Which, have eaten the yeah. pin, have Seth pin, I guess, I don't know who, somebody else, Kevin Owens even. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um because even if Kevin Owens, by his own logic, he's been using, when one of them wins the WWE Championship, they're both champions. So even by him eating the pin, Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. that is, he's still champion. You know, mm-hmm. that's just the logic he's been using. Yeah. Yeah, Seth win, you carry on with whatever you're going to do there. You don't have Brock get the win there. Then you don't have to go through all these these lengths to get him in the, in the, in the, in the, the Rumble. Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess it, unless they just really want to do title for title. Well, yeah, they that's, what, two, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, and they okay, but then I just think I I, I I just think if it's here here this is the easiest thing in the world. Brock goes to day one, he gets the title. All right, that's done. He's got the title. So now you're thinking, how do we motivate him to get to Roman Reigns? It's easy. What Brock wants, Brock gets, and Brock doesn't like being shoved off by Roman Reigns saying, well, it's not my idea. Well, Brock wouldn't like that. So Brock's thinking is, who cares if I'm the champion? I'm still going to get in the Royal Rumble. It's not unprecedented. I think even when we were doing our, up until we were doing our predictions, I, I, I brought up, and I don't remember if you agreed with me or not, but at the time I said, if Brock wins, I find it, I feel like it's more likely he's going to go into the Rumble. Yeah. yeah for that yeah. very reason, as opposed yeah, sure. to him losing. Yeah. yeah. Because if he lost to Lashley, well, the motivation to go after Roman is already there. They spent since what? October, whatever it was, when Brock came back. Whatever it was, yeah. Yeah. Building up to this match at Mania. Yeah. They're not going to drop it. You didn't need for him to go for him to drop. I mean, obviously, it's like that. That's why I thought Brock was going to win against Lashley, is because he went in there and it's like, well, I beat Lashley. The only, my only hesitation on that one was the build. And it was Brock saying Bobby who, which was just really disrespectful, but it didn't matter in the in, anyways, because he's going to end up beating Bobby Lashley um, at Elimination Chamber with all the other guys. Um, Brock beats Lashley, and he's like, this is the best you have on Raw. I want all of it. Roman doesn't like title for title, so that automatically makes me want to beat Roman title for title. And so I'm going to enter myself into the Royal Rumble because guess what? I'm Brock Lesnar. I can do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And then he wins the Rumble and, and he's champion. And that's an unprecedented thing. And that's more of a surprise I know. because who would expect the champion to still enter the Royal Rumble, but he's yeah. Brock Lesnar. He can do what he wants to do. I know. Well, he he did do that when he was in the Rumble when Drew eliminated him. He was champion. Yeah. You know, there is some precedent for it. And kind of the way that Brock... Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, Kind of the way Brock even got in the Rumble was kind of underwhelming. He just was there. He didn't attack yeah, anybody. He, he didn't really take anybody yeah. out. He didn't take anybody's spot. He was just yeah. there. Like, he went backstage and filled out some last-minute paperwork and handed it to Adam Pearce, and he's in the match. Yeah. there's no, There wasn't a whole lot of drama to it. I'd ra- oh, Honestly, I'd rather that anyways. I'd rather the strongest dude have the title anyways. 
you know, have the biggest guy against the biggest guy, title for title. It's the biggest match. It's night two of WrestleMania. That's a big, big deal. That's mm -hmm. huge. It is huge. That's huge. Why have a secondary? You know, I always, I couldn't stand, back in the day, uh, 2011 or so, when did Edge retire? Wasn't it like 20, was it 2011? 2011. 2011. When him and Del Rio opened WrestleMania for the big gold title. And around that time, SmackDown was, uh, it was like a clip show, basically. Yeah. Like it was supposed to be the second brand, but it really, it wasn't. It was like the, the B brand. It was the B and show. It really was. And the big gold title was just, I can't stand that. I like, I like when it is, you know, when Drew McIntyre had the WWE title uh, in empty arena era, it felt like, okay, this dude could go toe to toe with Roman Reigns. And sure enough, when they did the Survivor Series match, um, like, you know, Drew looked kind of stupid in the promos, but I'm, didn't they have to, they probably had to overbook that shit, didn't they? How yeah, did they I do that so. match? I, I forget. So. It was certainly more competitive than Big E versus Roman Reigns. And I couldn't stand that. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, Big E is your guy. He's the USA's paying. I'll never get over USA. You're paying a billion dollars for this programming and you have and and you have like a secondary guy as your champion well, champions how, look how roman uh, uh uh dealt with that WWE title at the rumble he hits brock with it just chucks it to the ground hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. I mind that a little less because Roman should think that he's the A champion. No, he should I know. Think I don't that. disagree with that. But at the same time, this is like he, continuously where he's 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 yeah right, bearing yeah. the WWE title. You yeah, know, he called yeah. Drew the B champion. Yeah, to his yeah. face. But that's why, I like, that's one thing that I like. Brock wanting to get that title back because he wants title for title because he does value that USA title. I call it that. It's the, the, the USA WWE title. title. He values the WWE title. You know, and that's what it should be. They should be mm -hmm. valuing it. Hundred uh, White Brownie here with our ratings. Raw one point eight million point four seven. Um. So uh, otherwise, Raw was they again. They kept talking to a minimum, focused on in ring action. It was a by and large a fairly enjoyable show. Uh, at, least, at least me personally. I guess I'm probably you too. Benefited from recording the show and be able to fast forward through commercials and recaps. So the show felt like it moved at a brisk pace. Yeah, um, for me, it was watching two 90-minute shows because I watched the first mm -hmm. hour and a half last night. I think I'm going to do that from now. First hour and a half last night. That's what I usually do. I watch the, the first two hours in the morning. Monday night and the, the second, third hour uh, Tuesday morning. It was pretty nice. Uh, it was much no, more easily I, digestible there in that, in, also, that, in that sense. But what you said is absolutely true. I thought Raw was actually pretty entertaining. It was pretty enjoyable last night. Why? Because of wrestling. Because for Elimination Chamber, they had qualifiers which I love. I think that's great. And listen mm -hmm. to this lineup. You had Austin Theory and Kevin Owens. 
Great match. Uh, which was a really good match. AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. Great match. Was just a fun, relatively short match, but man, it was fun. I even thought Riddle versus Otis was really good because Riddle was bumping all over the place, making Otis look like a million bucks. And what did it take to beat Otis? He tried the RKO. It didn't work, so he went to a floating bro, which I need to see Randy Orton do a floating bro. Yes, please. Um, wouldn't that be great? Uh, and then I even enjoyed yeah, uh, Dawkins versus Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Why not? It's a wrestling match. I don't need some goofy promo between these two teams. Just put on, and Dawkins and Ziggler are both really, really good wrestlers mm-hmm. with like wrestling backgrounds. Put them in the ring together and just have them wrestle. I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah. And then you have some goofy stuff with the uh, with the with Riddle race. and Gable mm-hmm. and the scooter race, mm-hmm. and that was good. So uh, so no, I thought it was good. The only thing I didn't, the only thing I thought was 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 lame last night. We can get into this. Was Ronda Rousey's promo because yeah. my God, she's a terrible promo. I I didn't mind Ronda's first run in the WWE. I didn't really miss her. Um, but when you see her on the mic, uh, just with just the most cardboard presentation, just absolutely nothing there. And then Becky comes out, and what was that outfit Becky was wearing? Oh, it was amazing. 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 And she is just charisma personified. Well, then, and then she Ronda has leaves. her spiel. Then Rhonda leaves, and then Lita comes out. Oh, and she's awesome. And the back and forth between her and Becky is was so much is fun. Great. It's efficient. They spent yeah. like two minutes setting up a match. Yeah. And Lita suckers her into, yeah. into agreeing to the match. You know, just, just the, the simplest button pushing. Yeah. It was great. I loved it. We're getting elimination chamber. Becky Lynch versus Lita. Man, I wish, I wish. I don't know what. I, maybe it was injuries or whatever. I don't know what it was. But if Lady can come back for a run, oh, that's money. That is money. She's so damn good. They honestly, they really need to. They really need to put some money into signing some of the, you know, that for whatever reason, WWE, they don't treat women legends the way they treat. They don't treat the, you know, uh, uh, women who are in their mid 30s to late 30s the way they treat dudes. In their mid thirties to late thirties, bring if the, if the Bellas can go and they want to bring back the Bellas. You know, if Mickey James wants to leave Impact and come back for an actual like a good run in WWE, not what they that bullshit they had her doing mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. have her do it. Look at mm-hmm. the work she's doing in Impact right now; it's fantastic. It's really good. It's really good. You know, the older you get, you get more. Like it's funny, man. You look at like what Maria Canella, uh, uh, what Maria Canellas does out there. You know, like in Ring of Honor and the indie circuit, stuff like that. Look at what she was doing in WWE 15 years ago. And it's like, you get older, you get wiser, you get more experience. Mm-hmm. You just know how to talk. Yep. You know how to act. There's just more real about you. Bring, you know, bring people back that know what they're doing. I know. It's good stuff. It's good it stuff. Elite is awesome, man. Yeah. I can't wait for that match at Elimination. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. It should be a lot of fun. Let's jump right into it. So Adam Pierce opened the show. So he recaps what happens at the Rumble, says in three weeks, Lashley will have to defend the title elimination chamber against five of their uh, competitors. He and MV- Lashley and MVP comes out. MVP tells Pierce that this isn't how this works. Lashley pinned Brock. He proved he's better. And now you, Pierce, wants Lashley to defend the title elimination chamber. That's not fair. What you're doing is wrong. Lashley asks Pierce, who do you think you are? Uh, I'm supposed to be out here celebrating my win against Brock. 
I knew I was better than him all along. I was a better amateur wrestler, a better uh, uh, mixed martial artist, and a better champion than him. Everybody thought the beast couldn't be slayed, and yet I did it. So to all you Brock fans out there, who's the conqueror now? Who's the beast now? Who's the champ now? Bobby Lashley is. So Brock comes down to the ring. He's ready to go. He's got his ring gear on. Gets the mic from Pierce. He tells MVP to shut up or he's going to stick that cane up his asshole. He asks Bobby. He's like, you just stand there and pretend you're the champ. You know you didn't beat me. Where's the pride in that, Bobby? He says, the only way you know, the only way you won was because of what Roman and Paul Heyman did. But it's okay, Bobby. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at Roman and Paul. He says, but after that little debacle, I took it upon myself. I entered myself in the Rumble, and I won it. Because I won at the Rumble, Bobby, you following along? And Bobby's like, yeah, I'm following. He says, I get to choose who I fight at WrestleMania. But don't worry, Bobby. It's not you. I'm going to face Roman title for title at WrestleMania. He says, and that's where you get involved. Because as you can see, I'm dressed to fight. Because I'm ready to fight, let's challenge. He challenges Bobby for the rematch right here, right now. And Lashley's ready to go, man. He's tired of all this disrespect. He starts unbuttoning his amazing suit, by the way. Oh, the suit was great. And Lashley says, I pinned you once, I can do it again. And the whole time, MVP is trying to calm down Lashley. Listen to reason. Let's, let's, Let's go for the money. Don't do it here. Uh, when emotions are running high, and Lesnar said, "Why are you holding? Why are you letting MVP hold you back?" MVP says, "Lesnar." He finally calms Bobby down, and he gets on the mic. He says, "Look, you can go to the back of the line and earn your title shot." And Lesnar calls Lashley chicken shit. MVP tries to keep Lashley from taking the match, and they finally leave the ring. And Pierce says, "The match may not happen tonight." He gets into full Vince voice. He says, "But Lashley will defend at the chamber, and Brock will be one of the competitors." Uh, you know, this Brock on the mic, man, all those years, and I know Brock wasn't always a great promo or anything, but that big chunk, like five years where it was the same thing over and over again, Brock coming out with Heyman, Brock standing there smiling, <laughs> the bounce and Heyman just talk, talk, talking. I think we missed out on so much good stuff yeah, because so. ever since from the moment he cut that UFC promo about Miller light and Bud light. It was like, man, let this less. And I know I, there was something about Brock wanting Paul to do his promos, but I feel like they left, like it was just too much of Paul Heyman. They they really should have had Brock on the mic a little bit more. Yeah, no, agree. so good. Agree. Uh, then we had Rhea Ripley versus Nikki Ash. Uh, a relatively quick match. Um, uh, Nikki hits a tornado DAT. They get her a, a two count. She's looking for a splash off the tope top. Sorry. Rhea evades that, so Nikki's looking to hit her her finish, the spinning neck breaker, her finish back in the Nikki Cross days. Instead, Rhea reverses that to a riptide to get the win. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mm, a little hesitation there from Nikki. Uh, after that, we had a scooter race between Riddle and Gable. That starts uh, backstage, so it's a 50-lap mm-hmm. race here. And uh, Riddle's about to go over the rules of the scooter race. He's got a piece of paper, and Gable snatches the paper from him. It just says, the paper just says Gustavo which is the name of Riddle's scooter. Gable says it's a joke. 
that a scooter race had been included in an academic challenge. Gable says the spelling bee was rigged. He he tells Kevin there to give Riddle the rules. They have to do 50 laps around the arena. First cross finish line, ringside wins. Gable says uh, he called in uh, some of his Olympic friends to help him uh, to get him a speed skating suit. And uh, and then uh, R-Truth is, uh, comes in to start the race, and then and they, they begin. They're off to the races, so to speak. Yes. Uh, then we had uh, Alexa Bliss therapy session. I believe this is number four. Seems like it. Uh, continuation we saw last week. And the therapist says, you know, we talked about Lily last week. I've got a replica Lily on the show to you. Tell me what you, what you feel about that. And so he yeah. holds it up, and I think she just goes, Lily, and it continues yeah. later on. Later on, uh, after that we had the Miz versus Dominic Dom Walter Gunther, whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> Miz gets uh, the win here with a skull crushing finale. I, I did like how he tricked uh, uh, the ref into tossing Ray from ringside. That was actually pretty. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Again. Just a wrestling match. I don't need a Miz TV where he talks endlessly about what happened with the Grit couple. Just it's yeah. time for him to get back on the winning streak. Yeah, get some wins together to build up to a, a, a mania match of some consequence, hopefully. Yep, yep. Um, yeah, so the Miz, uh, Ray's ringside, of course. So the Miz with the, with the, the rest checking on Dom. Uh, Miz just like belly flops on the mat. And this gets the, the rest attention. He turns around. Miz is like pointing at Ray saying, he tripped me up. And Ray, of course, says, no, no, I didn't do it. And so the ref just tosses Ray. And Dom just kind of comes to skull-crushing finale. Miz wins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. Anyway, so after that, we had uh, Dana Brooke backstage. Tamina tries to lay out from behind. Dana fends her off. And as us all happening, Riddle and Gable uh, speed by. And they're on lap 18 at that point. Yeah, I kind of like that the, the silly scooter race sort of permeated the show yes it was spread out instead of being one 15 minute segment (laughs) right yeah no exactly uh after that uh more of the scooter stuff uh riddle rides up to amas tells me he has beautiful eyes gable passes him by riddle goes on the chase and then we have the kevin owens show with guest seth rollins so kevin owens says uh you know the last couple nights have been pretty exciting he says we've got an all new almighty wwe champion but it's going to get more exciting because we're on the road to the most stupendous triple mania. I'm triple WrestleMania of all time. He says, as as exciting as that might seem, he says, you never know what's going to be a, uh, what's going to happen on the road to WrestleMania. He says, I got a scoop. I'm in the chamber match as soon as I beat Austin Theory. But first, here's my guest, Seth Rollins. Yeah. So Seth comes to the ring. Kevin Owens asked how uh, he's feeling. Do you want to sit down tonight? And Seth says, Yeah, maybe tonight. Let's sit down. I'm not 100%, but I wouldn't miss this for the world. So Owens shows a recap of what happened to Seth at the Rumble in his match against Roman. And Kevin Owens says, I, I can't sit down. I'm too fired up. He said, what Roman did to you was disgusting and shameful. He got DQ'd because he knew he couldn't beat you, Seth, and he knew that you were going to beat him. And while you might not officially be the universal champion, you're the universal champion of my heart. And Seth, Seth is very yes. he's grateful for that and he says while I'm not here with the universal title I did acquire something else a permanent piece of real estate in Roman Reigns' brain he says the next time 
I go there. I'm going to bring back the Universal title. But that's SmackDown's business, and this is Raw. He says, come to my attention that Lashley is defending his title in the chamber. He says, and I got myself my own scoop. And Kevin Owens is like, what? You got a surprise? Like, yeah, I got a surprise. Like, well, I, I wasn't prepared for that, but, but go ahead. And uh, he says, one of the men who Lashley is going to face at the chamber is Seth freaking Rollins. And is Kevin Owens happy about this, Larson? No, he's like, what? You just got in the match? You don't have to qualify? You don't have to and, qualify? Like, I have to qualify? And Seth's like, yeah, you know, it was because of that. He's referencing the Rumble match. And, and Kevin Owens says, oh, because you performed so well in that Rumble match. And Seth is like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and Kevin Owens says, oh, I'm pumped for you. That's awesome. You're in the match. You know, I'm going to beat Theory tonight, but you know, he's I wonder. Clearly not, he's clearly not, though. <laughs> yeah, he says, "I want you know, I wonder, you know, what do you think? Uh, what do you think Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville are doing right now?" And Seth says, "Oh, they're probably backstage drinking coffee." And Owen's like, "Yeah, well, well, you know, what if we, what if we go back to their office and say that unless you, unless they put me in the match without having to wrestle Austin Theory, that you're going to walk out?" And Seth sold this great. He just goes, "Um, I don't." Um... And and Kevin Owens says uh, says well you're like the top star here on Raw they would, they would, they would, they wouldn't want you pulling out of the match of course they'd consider it and Seth just says uh they might consider it yeah he says well I, I would do it for you and he's like uh I want to believe you <laughs> <laughs> that was so good so then finally the awkwardness is broken up by Austin Theory who comes out for his match. With Kevin Owens, and uh, unfortunately for Kevin Owens, who traditionally doesn't go to the Saudi Arabia shows anyways, um, uh, takes the L here. Mm -hmm. So the finish sort of starts on the outside. Kevin Owens slams Theory's head on the apron on the announce table. He looks for an for a, an apron powerbomb, but as he goes up with it, Austin Theory sort of grabs onto the ropes and uses those to slingshot himself into the ring. And as Kevin Owens goes in to follow him, Austin Theory kicks the middle rope into Kevin's into Kevin Owens's dick. And he says, ah, my dick. And then uh, and then he hits immediately an ATL to get the uh, the win. I was going to call it a clean win. It's as clean as some matches are. I mean, he got kicked in the dick with the ropes. But that's like the, and legal the ref way didn't to do, do anything. That's a legal What's, way to do it, I guess. It's I mean, the ref was standing right there watching it and he didn't yeah. do anything. So yeah. how that is is OK is beyond me. But it is what it is. The rule book is a sketch pad, Steve. Yeah, it's over there. Um, so we're backstage. The Street Profits are back there. Uh, Riddle rides up to him. He needs water. So they hand him a solo cup. And then Riddle says, takes a drink, says, well, whatever is in there is not a sports drink. So he off he goes. So uh, Gable rides up next. He's like, I'm parched. He asks for uh, the Profits for a drink. They say no. They nope. leave. Otis steps in, gives him a cup. Gable takes a drink. He's like, oh, what is this, steak sauce? <laughs> and Otis just says, yeah, only the best for you. A little, little shade of old Otis. I like yep. that they let that out every once in yep. a while. Uh, after that, we had wrestling match. Angelo Dawkins versus uh, Dolph Ziggler. Um, I thought it was great, man. I, I like that Angelo Dawkins gets... I like when he gets a win. I think that Montez is so good. Sometimes he overshadows Angelo Dawkins. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, he ends up getting the win. He catches a super kick, looks for a backslide. Instead, he gets his uh, underhook neckbreaker type thing. What a good move that is. That's a great I think move. that has a name. but I Silencer? Is. is that what it's called? Okay. I think so. All right. I think cool. it's called Silencer. We'll just call it that from now on. All right, sure. So uh, we're backstage again. Gable and Riddle, they're still riding their scooters. They're on lap 49. Mm -hmm. And then Riddle rides by, you know, like some sort of concessions thing, grabs a, 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 some cotton candy, smacks Gable with it. Yeah, after that. It's come Tuesday. Veer is still coming to Raw. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, he was at WrestleCoin last night, mm. so evidently he made it out okay before the entire building collapsed. So yes. well done, Veer. But he still has not come to Raw. No, he'll 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 get there. He just he'll has get a lot there. More he'll come eventually to, to Raw. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then we get the finish for the scooter race. So you got uh, Kevin Patrick and our Truth standing at the finish line. Uh, Kevin asks Truth, "Who do you think is going to win?" And he says, "The Bengals. They're in Cincinnati. That gets a huge pop." Um, and so Riddle and Gable, they're approaching side by side backstage. They ride down the ramp, and as uh, Gable gets to the bottom of the ramp, he bites it. He falls off his scooter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Riddle prematurely starts celebrating. He stops. Mm-hmm. He starts celebrating. He takes his time riding around ringside, fist bumping fans. Mm-hmm. And right as he's about to cross the finish line, he spots Otis charging towards him. So he steps off his scooter and gets laid out by Otis. Oh, Just yeah. blasts him off the scooter. So the Gable gets back on his scooter. And he rides around the ring, does a lap around Riddle, and then crosses the finish line. So then yeah. Riddle grabs a mic, says, hey, Otis, that was not cool. You ruined the integrity of this race. Gable tells him to be quiet. Sheesh. Yes. Asks if Riddle. He's calling him a cheater because we all know I never cheated anything in my life. I didn't cheat to make it to the Olympic team or to get a master's degree with the perfect 4.0. But it sounds like you're asking for a match. And since you pissed me off, and ran your scooter into my prize pupil. I'm going to give you that match against Otis. My number one guy. Uh, so uh, the cool thing is Pierce comes out in advance of this match, says this is now an elimination chamber qualifier. So mm-hmm. Gable's number one guy versus uh, Riddle. And this is this is a really cool match. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's you know Riddle was just selling, selling, selling oh, for Otis. He was Otis. bumping all over the place for Otis. Just, and then Riddle tries to mount a comeback. Otis puts a, uh, puts a stop to it with a Larry. You can even see Riddle like go up to him and like call a spot, say, "Okay, lay me out." Bang, lariat. Yeah. Uh, so the finish sees Riddle just do a bunch of cool shit to Otis. Uh, he tries to go for an RKO. Otis is able to block that. I love that. That's Otis's thing. Uh, he charges at Riddle, runs instead into a back elbow. Riddle goes up. Hits the floating bro and lands in a uh, pinning position. Mm-hmm. Uh, like jackknife, uh, perfect jackknife pinning position. Right, yeah. And uh, and gets the three count there. But uh, Otis is booked pretty damn strong there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, then we got Bianca Belair versus Carmella. Uh, Bianca got the win here with the KOD. Fun match, though. A lot of really good yeah, character like, stuff with Carmella, especially. Carmella is so much damn f- – she does sports entertainment the way it's supposed to be done, man. Like it, it is so much fun. The hideous mask of hers is endlessly amusing to me. It hasn't gotten old yet because, like, mm-hmm. this one is even worse than the other ones. It has a very like a man in the iron mask type feel to it. It was good shit. It was good. It was good. So then we're back to the therapy session. So uh, the 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 therapist says, "What do you have to say to to Lily?" And 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 Blista says, "Oh, Lily, I've missed you so much." And then the punchline for this to me, which cracked me up, was was the, the therapist said, remember, this is a replica. I got this on WVShop.com. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. They turned this into a commercial. Yeah, it was pretty great. Hilarious. <laughs> Alexa has a tear running down her face. I know. It was pretty dang funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good stuff. Uh, so after that, we had an Alpha Academy interview where Gable says, of course, I won and I'm Olympian. Uh, he says, more importantly, I get to pick the next challenge. It's going to be a quiz bowl. He says, and after RK bro loses their bowl, uh, much like how the Bengals are going to lose their bowl, uh, he says they're going to kiss their title shots goodbye. So RK bro are totally going to win this bowl yeah. situation yeah. here. 
Uh, then we get AJ Styles versus Rey Mysterio. Hell of a bout. Uh, is it? Let, let me ask this real quick. So, like, the title match is probably going to go down in Saudi Arabia, right? You would think so, yeah. Oh, wait, no, Riddle's in the chamber match. Never mind. Riddle's oh, in the yeah. chamber match. So I guess it'd That's be right. before? Be after? So we have... That's on the 19th, right? So we have about two and a half weeks. I was going to say that'd be a killer like match and, and, and possible title change for that Saudi Arabia crowd if it was RK Bro winning. But yeah, I mean, you that's, can, that's it's not possible happen. you do both. You do them getting the titles back earlier on the show and then Riddle's in the chamber match later on. It's, they, they could. They could. I don't know if they would do that, though. Chamber could be a pretty brutal match. Yeah. Although I guess that's sort of more in kayfabe, isn't it? <laughs> Like, I don't know. People go through the pods. Like, it can be. Well, yeah. It's like I mean, one yeah, of those things they, where it's they, like, they, they used to have, like, the, the corrugated steel floor on the outside. That probably really sucked. But I think they, that's I, true. Yeah, that's I totally think they changed true. it up so it's not quite as brutal. Yeah. It still looks like it sucks, especially if you're getting your face ground into the chain around the cage. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, yeah, AJ versus Mysterio. Hell of a bout. Um, AJ gets the win here. Uh, first, he hits a Pele kick. It's calling for a Styles clash. Instead, Ray reverses that into a seated senton. He goes up top, hits another seated senton, but AJ rolls through on that one, like seamlessly right into Styles' clash oh, position. Dude. Bang, hits it. Oh, man, this was such a good match. This goes on the must-see match of the week here. Definitely, definitely. Uh, after that, we had this Ronda Rousey promo, which we just had to see. You know, I'll just say it wasn't that long because you probably can't remember like 15 like pages of dialogue like some of these wrestlers can. Uh, which I don't blame her, but man, it is so. I don't know why they don't have somebody talk for her. Maybe she just wants to do it herself. Who knows? But it's so stiff. I know. She says, not uh, she comes out. It's just not convincing. And, and the worst part is the audience pipe, the, the noise, the crowd noise being piped in is so obnoxious it here. Really is. You could just see people doing this. And just meanwhile, uh, arms crossed. <sighs> and you just hear this. So she says she's been debating since Saturday whose title she wants to take at Mania, Charlotte's or Rebecca's. She says she has unfinished business with both. Says she could choose Becky, but her attention is a compliment she doesn't deserve because the biggest fight for any woman at any time is always with her, and Becky's stagnating title reign is not her problem. He says, but it is Becky's, though. So, again, they're she trying said, to find any sort of convoluted reasoning why Rousey wouldn't just go oh, right for Becky. It is mental gymnastics. Here. It really is. Uh, she says she could choose Charlotte just to prove that she uh, prove that as a contender that Becky is still on her undercard. Then Charlotte will know. Becky will know. Everybody know the baddest big time bitch is her. And then she drops the mic. That brings out, thank God, Becky Lynch. Yeah. Um, so she says, uh, she calls Rhonda a weirdo, says, I missed you. You're out here using my government name, spewing nonsense. It's nice to see uh, that you haven't changed, but you're losing credibility saying that I'm on your mid card when I'm the only person in this company who's been able to beat you and no one has been able to beat me for this title since. Says, I wasn't sure if you'd come back, but now that you have, we both know the biggest match in anybody's mind the last decade is Rhonda versus Becky. But seeing as this is your first WrestleMania bat, uh, back, I wouldn't blame you for going for the app, uh, for an appetizer like Charlotte rather than going for the main meal. But if you want to choose me as your opponent, I'm game. But if you could please decide soon, the Raw Women's Division has never been hotter thanks to me. 
and I would like to know who I'm going to beat next. So come on, time is money. Who's it going to be? The people want to know who is it. So then Rhonda hits Becky with an arm throw, takes the mic, and then just tells her, you'll have your answer Friday, and then she leaves. Mm-hmm, yeah, so she goes. Becky says, well, that was rude. <laughs> she says it's official. Rhonda doesn't want to face Becky. Or maybe she just wants to get out of Cincinnati as soon as I do. (laughs) She says, go ahead and run, Ronnie. So that brings out Lita. She says, man, what is... She's like buttering up Becky. She's like, what is Rhonda's problem with Becky? She's like, she doesn't know... I don't know how Rhonda can talk to you like that. You know, Becky, you're the GOAT. You set the women's division on fire. It's never been hotter. And Becky's like, yeah, you're totally right. She's like, you know, Lita, I've been a fan of you since, uh, since I was growing up. She was like, I might have even gotten in trouble for wearing my tongue outside of my pants. Uh, she says, Lita says, you know, that's great, man. The one thing I respect about you is that you're a fighting champ. You never back down from a challenge. And Becky's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I am. What, what are you getting at here? And Lita was like, oh, how about uh, me versus you at Elimination Chamber? And Becky like immediately says, no, uh-uh. And Lita says, uh, she's like, come on. You never back down from a challenge, right? She's like, and Becky's like, no, you're taking what I said out of context and applying it to a situation where it doesn't apply. And Lita says, oh, so, you know, it's a lot of work defending that title. So, Becky, if you're scared, just say you're scared. And Becky's like, I'm not scared. If you want to match at Elimination Chamber, you got it. And Lita immediately starts walking away. And Becky's like, oh, shit. Yeah, the look on her face. She realized that she got she got played. She got played. I thought yeah. that was a re- Becky just is doing great work. Yep. And uh, as soon as the yeah, words left her mouth that, that she accepts the challenge, she's like, oh, it was yeah. like uh, Job and the rest of development. Mm-hmm. That made, that a, made huge a huge mistake. mistake. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was good stuff. Let's go yeah, ahead and uh, answer a few questions here. I've got uh, our Patreon up. I put up a question thread there. Got a couple questions. Of course, if you're here live in the Twitch chat, if you've already taken the DX survey, you can highlight a message <laughs> and ask us a question. Oh, wow. There's no way for us to otherwise, check that whatsoever. Otherwise, Steve has two words for you, huh? <laughs> Suck it. Uh, no, I'm just joking. You guys can highlight whatever questions you want to, whether or not you've had this. So we're already at 100. We had like 50 people voting that thing just while we've been here today. So thanks, everybody, for thank your you votes. So if you thank haven't, you, thank you, thank you. please take some time. Uh, we here in our Twitch chat we have Real Veer Mahan mm. asking, "Will they ever let me come?" We hope so. We, we don't know. We don't have sources. We're not we Sean so. Rossell. No, we're not journalists. No, no, we're like PW Insider. We don't have sources. I'm joking. Wow. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Come on. Uh, Wizard of Smoke says Seth's wardrobe is wild. Oh, his coat was fantastic. Yeah, that was off the charts. He says, it looks like him and Becky shop at the same store and share clothes. Are there any articles of clothing you and the missus share? Uh, Yeah, now, so he says, I've had to replace so many hoodies due to girlfriends taking ownership of them. Uh, Lacey generally wear, like, to bed, she usually wears my shirts. Yeah. Uh, She has taken, or did I get her one of her? uh, She she really likes the Wrestle Juice all over uh, print mm-hmm. one that mm-hmm. I did, mm-hmm. uh, so she wears that quite a bit, mm-hmm. and she'll wear my hoodies from time to time. Yeah, yeah, kind of the, the same. Uh, my wife will wear my t-shirts from time to time, but that's about the extent of it. Uh, Wolfpack for Life says my friend works backstage at the arena Raw was at, and said Drake Maverick was backstage, hmm. 
and talking to the female wrestlers about their match. Could he become, be becoming a producer? Well, we got a source now. Wolfpack for Life's friend. Evidently, Drake Maverick is working as a producer. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. Sounds like it. I don't Interesting. Know. That'd be cool. That dude's been around for a long time. Yeah, he's a good wrestler, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie gifting a sub to Red Queen Rhonda. Thank you so much, oh, Maggie. Oh, thank you, Maggie. Thank you. Um, oh, Maggie mentions also Seth was totally wearing Becky's glasses. Yeah. I have worn I have worn Lacey sunglasses before. Like, most of the ones that she has are prescription, so I don't wear those, but sometimes mm. she's got some glasses. Uh, White Brownie here says, if the second Elimination Chamber match is the number one contender's match for Becky's title at Mania, who are the competitors? So you're going to have Bianca. Mm-hmm. You'll have Liv. Liv. You'll have Dewdrop, probably. Yeah. So we need three more. Carmella, Zelina. Probably Rhea. And Rhea. Probably Rhea. Yeah. yeah, that's six. Yeah, Bianca should win that. They should do like a little tournament or something on Raw. Make Raw better. Uh, Yellow Flash says, if Bobby loses at the chamber, what's next for him? Holy crap. JK Mayhem just gifted oh, 10 so subs much. to the channel. Thank you very thank much. Thank you so much. What's next for Bobby? How about this? Between now and, uh, and I don't know, whenever, Priest loses the U.S. title to Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens versus Lashley for the U.S. title at WrestleMania. That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. That'd be yeah. fun. That would be fun. Um, uh, Michael Sodope says, I feel like they're missing a big opportunity not doing Seth versus Roman at Mania. I kind of felt that this morning thinking about it um, after the build to, to, to the, the Rumble match. Imagine if that was for a Mania match. That could be really good. That could be a summer. I agree. I think it could be a good SummerSlam match. I think that I think getting Brock out of the system is probably the way to go, though. You know, I just kind of feel like at a certain point that'd be the third time that match is made a made event in WrestleMania. People must might be a little tired of that particular matchup. Oh, absolutely. But it's a different situation now. Both are doing are doing really great work. I agree with you. But uh, but SummerSlam's always a thing. Uh, Dog Authority figure. Imagine your Vince. Ugh. And you finally are ready to debut Veer next week, but in typical Vince fashion, you decide to completely change his look and gimmick. What is Veer's new gimmick, and how do you debut him? How about this? You know how Elias died? Veer uh, gets the reincarnated spirit of Elias, and Veer just comes out as Elias. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, And it's never explained. So they it's just, just he is Elias now. They really lean into to Veer's backstory, the million dollar arm. Oh yeah. Pinstripes. And he has he has a vocational gimmick. He's a baseball player. He's a baseball player. That's great. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Comes out there and who wants to see me hit some what do they call them? Home runs? Batting practice? Zingers? Dingers? Dingers. Dingers. There you go. Who wants to? Zingers are jokes. Yes. Dingers are when you hit the ball. Yes. <laughs> Everybody, yeah. <laughs> oh, he starts tossing out baseballs to all the people sitting around, you know. Yeah, right. Sitting ringside. He'll autograph a baseball throat. And then, like, he, like, kills it like he kills a ball it goes up into the top and there's always like a plant they cut to like a pre-tape shot of a guy getting hit in the head with a ball all right let's start the match (laughs) there we go that's good oh his thing because he was a pitcher 
He's thinking always about throwing heat. <laughs> oh, that's good. I like that. He's throwing heat. He's throwing heat. Uh, oh, speaking of heat, Gregory says, if Shane loses his heat and has a match at Mania, who would it most likely be against? Look, There's we have no idea answer. who it would be against because we don't have sources. No. But there is only one match that makes any lick of sense, and that's against all-day superstar Austin Theory. Yep, yep. Agreed. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, David Matushek, this is a good point. I meant to bring this up. With Veer speaking during his promo, will this further advance the chances of his finally arriving to Raw on time? Probably not. I have no idea. I loved his voiceover. Mm -hmm. I thought his voiceover added so much. He's got some gravitas to his voice, right? Yeah, I know he does. Yeah. Uh, Bob Zombie, we'll end on this one. Will Charlotte be the babyface or the heel against Ronda in the lead-up to WrestleMania? Or will it be Shades of Grey versus Shades of Grey? I think they want Ronda to be like the badass babyface, right? But Ronda just kind of does whatever Ronda wants to do, and she I always know. comes off as like, you know, let me ask from her, your manager person. I know, I know. It's it's not good. Like, did you watch the little backstage exclusive where she was like, "That's a question." <laughs> like the the interviewer, I forget which the maybe Schreiber was like, uh, "Why did you decide to come back now?" or something like that. And she's like, "That's a question. Why did you ask that?" I came back because it's WWE and I want to come back. Is it's that like, the same interview she, where she says that she's not going to worry about how the fans respond? Maybe I don't know. It, it was it was it was just like mm -mm, stop talking now, please. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maggie says that was the same one. Yeah. Yeah. I I just saw the little bit, bit about that and you can see the interview and just the little headline about that. I'm like, all right. I well. pr I think I actually because of the first like couple of questions, I turned it off. I was like, this is just kind of cringy. I wouldn't want to, anybody to walk in while I was watching that. Anyways, <laughs> mm -mm. Uh, that's going to do it for us, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Sorry, Zondo here said his new gimmick, Veer's new gimmick should be Veer Venus. Lean into his strengths. Coming. <laughs> yes. That's going to do it, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.